This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Hey friends, and welcome back to week five of our Christmas series here on the Small Church Media Podcast. Last week, I read a review. It was the first review we've ever had for the podcast over at Apple Podcast. You know, side note, I really wish Spotify did this, but it's really only Apple. But we had our first review over on Apple, and I said in last week's episode that whoever left that review, I want you to reach out to me, and I want to hook you up and buy some Starbucks or buy some whatever coffee you like to drink on me. And the person who left the review, Pastor Kevin, actually reached out to me. And so we were able to connect and I got a gift card in the mail with your name on it, Pastor Kevin. And hey, if you want to get a gift card in the mail, get some coffee on me, just leave a review on Apple Podcasts, then reach out to me to let me know who you are over at, you can do markhide.com contact form, or you can just find me on Instagram, Facebook, all the links are in the show notes. Just look up Mark Hyde, Mark with a C, but Mark Hyde, Facebook, Mark Hyde Creative, and just connect with me there, and I would love to be able to buy you some coffee. Well, hey, so we are in week five of getting our churches ready for the Christmas service, and if you're just jumping in now, maybe you've been listening the whole time, maybe, like I just said, you're just jumping in now, and you still yet have done anything to get your church ready for the Christmas season, and if that's you, I just want to let you know that you're not alone, because um, case in point, date of recording, November 19th. 2021, um, our church just approved of the Christmas graphic. (laughs) So everything that we've been talking about trying to get our church ready for Christmas, our church just pulled the trigger on. I'm not on staff at the church. I am all volunteer. So I know if I can do it, you can do it as well. And I would love to be able to help you out with that. In fact, today's conversation, we're going to be talking about creative and cheap print marketings for your church or print marketing materials and promotions for your church because print marketing, unlike digital, can get very expensive very quickly. And the things that I'm going to share with you today are things that our church is actually doing this year. Some of the stuff, um, I'll, I'll share a couple little tips and extras that our church has done over the years. But what I'm going to share with you right now, specifically number four, is the thing that got our pastor super, super excited this year. So, so far, just to recap, we've talked about the general media checklist you need to have in week one. Two is how to create FOMO to get people excited for your Christmas service. I hope you're doing that. Our church is throwing a breakfast the day after Christmas just to be able to come together during the Christmas season and still have fun, which honestly can't use for this Christmas, but maybe you can use in in years or our church could use in years coming. Number three is what type of content should you be making for your Christmas services with digital content, with videos, with print, all the different things. In fact, again, just like I said, the video of your pastor inviting your uh, or inviting people in your community to, to your church's Christmas service, our pastor was recording that this Sunday. So it's not too late for you to do that. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. And last week, we talked about how you can use Facebook ads to reach more people. Well, today we're in the 21st century. There's no question about it. Digital advertising is king. However, there's actually a big conversation, and I would even say an argument with marketers and advertisers of, is print advertising dead? 
And the answer is no. It is long, long and far away from being dead. However, if you don't use print marking materials correctly, you can end up wasting a ton of time. And honestly, what you don't have is a lot of money. Now, a lot of these big companies and these big um, agencies and places in business that you'll, you'll see in your area, in your community, sometimes these people will spend tens of thousands of dollars just in their print marketing alone. And that's not including hiring someone to create the, the designs. You know, maybe paying freelancers or someone on staff to to oversee it and to plan it and to scheme and do all these different things. I'm just talking the paper that people actually put it on or the billboards or the advertisements. A lot of big places will spend thousands and tens of thousands of dollars in print promotional materials. And just for... Um, comparison, just so you guys can know. Um, when I was working up at the university, I was the project manager of the creative services department, which ours was all paper. Anything paper related, that's what my my part of marketing department did. Every time we ran a postcard um, campaign, I would I guess that's the best way to do it, a postcard campaign, we would normally have a group of four or five different postcards that would go out to prospective students, both in our community and people all across America who have shown some sort of interest in the school. But then we also just blasted various areas with our literature all over the place. Each time we actually did one of those transactions, we would spend between two to $4,000 per postcard campaign piece. Now, not the whole campaign, but each piece. So we would send out one postcard. Round one would cost anywhere from two to four thousand dollars. Depends how big we want to do. Round two was another two to four thousand dollars, and we would do that up to five, maybe even six times, depending on what campaign we were doing. So even as a Christian university, not having as big as budget as what some people did, we spend thousands of dollars, and that's what your church cannot do. So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about four different creative and cheap marketing materials that your church could actually do today. And if you do all four of these things, it would still cost your church less than four to $500, depending on how big or how many you want to print or all these different things, to get into the community effectively, not blast your community but effectively. So some of these might make sense, but number four is one you may not have thought about before, and I'm excited to get to that one. But right off the bat, the easiest thing you need to do for your church is to have very simple invite cards for your people. Now, you can do business cards, which I personally recommend because you can get a lot of those for really, really, really cheap. Tell people to put them in their backpacks, put them in their in their wallets, so that way as they're talking with people, they can just hand it as they're con conversing with people. But if you did this at Vistaprint, you can get a very, very normal basic postcard for anywhere from 20 to 50 bucks, depending on how much or how many you want to purchase and how thick of a card you want to do. And in my opinion, <laughs> in this one, cheaper is better. Now, if you want to step it up a little bit and do a postcard instead in an invite postcard and not an invite business card, you can do that as well. It's really not that much more expensive, but you at least need to give your people something in their hands that they are going to be willing to hand out to people. And here's the kicker, okay? It can't look like crap. If it's full of clip art and weird like margins and pictures and colors and text and it doesn't really go well, and someone who looks at it, ask a millennial if, they, if you have any of those in your church and just say, would you hand this out to one of your friends? And if the answer is no, or if they pause and then answer, like, you know, you know how that happened in Frozen when Anna asked Kristoff something and then he went, uh, no, and then Olaf goes, you hesitated. 
read those hesitations. Because if people are saying no or hesitating, don't even waste your money on it because people are not going to give those out. You want to give something in people's hands that they are willing and excited to actually hand out to other people. And again, whether you want a postcard or a business card, totally up to you. The second one that you can do is actually create a Merry Christmas card from your church with your church logo on it and have the backside blank so that people can write Merry Christmas notes to people on the backside. Now, this does not necessarily need to be branded with whatever church series you have. You literally could just create a Merry Christmas postcard on the front, put your church logo over in the corner so that way it's not looking like it's from the church but that your church just simply printed the design. And you can hand these out to people so that that way, as people are writing Christmas cards or they're making Christmas cookies or they just want to write a note to their neighbors, whatever they want to do, this is just a way where you are giving resources to people's hands that they want to use so that way they can just maybe not invite someone to Christmas, but more just wish Merry Christmas to somebody. And now here's the thing, okay? You can spend your time designing these things, or again, you can just go to Vistaprint. I'm going to keep pushing Vistaprint today because they are the cheapest place ever. Now, if you're doing quite a few and you want things to get to you quicker and faster and more efficiently, go with a local print shop. But if you want to just not worry about time and you just want cheap, Vistaprint is the best option. Second best, overnight prints. That's for free. But either way, if you have a if you want to create a Merry Christmas card, Vistaprint, um, overnight prints. Move prints, whatever company you decide to use, a lot of times they'll have templates already created for you that say Merry Christmas on them or have some sort of graphic. And all you got to do is just take your logo, stick it in the corner, make it white, make it black, make it whatever color you want it to be to fit in with the design. Click print and you are off to the races. And that way you're giving something to your people so that way they can bless somebody else and not just invite them to a service. Number three, a lot of churches already do this, but I always think it's actually really great to have a banner out in your front lawn. Now, there's kind of two options with this. The first one is to actually print a banner every single year that matches your graphic. And the reason why this is important, again, it just goes like anything else with your website, all your invites. If you have a cohesive messaging, a cohesive graphic, a cohesive colors, whatever, that helps people actually recognize and associate that invite with your church. So if you're spreading literature all around your community and you guys have a banner up in the yard, people will know, okay, so this invite goes with that church maybe I'll check it out. The other option that you can do is just have a static banner inviting people to your Christmas services. If you have a Christmas services on the same time, or what our church does is we actually bought the domain name christmasinsouthbend.com. We own that. We also own southbendchristmas.com. But our banner, what our church banner says is start a new family tradition, and then it just has the website below it, christmasinsouthbend.com. And we've gotten some good results from that. But we can put that up every single year because Christmas in South Bend does not change. But in my opinion, is that as effective as having a actually branded banner in your yard that matches all your literature? <laughs> no, no, it actually doesn't. So if you can create the graphic, have the business cards, have these postcards that are going out to people in your community and general area, and then have a banner in the yard as well, that helps people associate what they've been given with your church. Now, number four, what we're about to talk about is something that 
our church has done in the past, but we're going to change it up a little bit this year so that way it gets people, not necessarily a team just hitting up the community, but it gets people involved with their neighbors in their neighborhoods. And that is create door hangers so that way people can pass out the information and not even make contact, not annoy people, but just walk up, stick them on the doorknobs, and walk away. Now, when our church did a block party a couple years ago, what we did to keep costs down with our door hangers, and this is an idea for you as well, And I don't remember the link off the top of my head. I'll put the link in the description in the show notes. So you can go to the website, markhide.com, find the show notes or just whatever app you listen to, the show notes will be right there as well. Um, But there is a website out there where you can buy pre-perforated paper And that way you can print on it, you can fold it really quick, you don't have to cut it, and it actually breaks off into various sections that kind of look more like a big bookmark. And then what our church did was we actually took a hole punch, punched a hole in it, and then you know we put a rubber band through it so that way people can put it on doors, mailboxes, whatever we wanted to do. And that actually works super, super well. The hard thing with that, though, is we had to get people to actually show up and then just blitz the community. Now, it was fun for my son and I because when my son was, I think he was about three when we did this. No, 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 no. He may have been four. He may have been four. But we just walked around. Yeah, because he was four because my daughter was born and we had her in the in the stroller. So what I would do, I would take both of them out and then he would run up and put it on the door and then run, get the next one, put it on the door. And we hit up uh, not the whole area by us because we we were not prepared for that. But we actually hit up maybe four streets and just hit up every single house and just put those on on the doors as we went. We went on a second day. We got the wagon out, and then that way when he got tired, I could keep doing it, and he could just hang out with us. But what we're going to do instead is actually make these um, make these door hangers. We're going to just go pay through Vista Print so that way we don't have to do hole punches or anything like that. Side note, bonus, there's actually cutter systems that you can buy that cr- punches holes. Like we just punched a little hole, the hole puncher, and then uh, use our band to put those on doors. But you can actually buy a circle hole punch from like Joanne Fabrics, or Hobby Lobby or Michaels, whatever, that can put a hole big enough in your cart so you can put that onto a door or punch a hole and put a slit so that way you can put on people's door too so it doesn't look as chintzy. That was probably a mistake. Wow, my voice is starting to go out. Um, That's probably a mistake on our part. But what we are going to do is we're going to print door hangers from Vistaprint. Now, with Vistaprint, you can only print on one side of the door hanger, but this is where it gets good, okay? So we're going to print up a bunch of door hangers, and on the back side, which is what we want anyways, we are going to leave them blank. And then what we are going to do is we are going to sort them into groups of 10 and hand each family in the church 10 different door hangers with these instructions. We want you to give these to your neighbors and not just put it on their door and walk away, but use the backside of that door hanger that's blank and that's white to write a note from your family and just say, maybe you don't know them yet. And this is a great way to introduce yourself. You can knock on the door and hand it to them if they have the guts to do it, which I personally recommend. But if they're not there, you can just write a note on it, say what your name is and what address you're at. So that way people know it's not just some random church blitz in the community, but it's actually you wanting to actually invest in your neighborhood. This works really well also for VBS, for any invite that you want people to actually enjoy that your church is putting on. But if 
you can get your church people to actually make connections with people in their own communities, in their own neighborhoods, the chance of them actually coming to church with them grows exponentially. And this is an easy way, that way you don't have to coordinate a massive blitz, you don't have to coordinate a massive event where you have to have breakfast and then on Saturday you guys are all going to go out for two hours and hang up door hangers, Uh uh-uh. That's cool, that's effective, that can work and create community in your church of we're going to do something really great for our community. However, if you just put it back into the hands of your own people and say, we want you to get to know your neighbors, we want you to put these on your door, on their doors, we want you to write a personalized note, you know, a personalized letter on the back of it in order to invite them for Christmas services, that just doesn't, you know make people feel like you just want a bunch of people to show up. But that actually shows the people in your church members' neighborhood that they care about them. This is not your church blitz in the neighborhood. This is your own people inviting their neighbors to the Christmas services. Now, obviously, you don't really necessarily need to do anything print because print, again, can be pretty expensive. But let's say you settle on just doing the door hangers, right? You can spend anywhere from 65 to like 125 bucks with shipping it might be a little bit more so you can spend less than a hundred dollars to get 250 invites of people uh, or 250 invites give those to your people for them to invite their neighbors in their own community to come to your Christmas services and if you're also doing Facebook ads and you're also doing various invites online people are getting hit on Facebook ads they're getting hit on Instagram um, they're getting hit up in their neighborhoods by having business cards being passed out and door hangers and then they see the banner in your church sign and they might think wow these people really want us to be there maybe we'll check it out now if your church has an online service this is a great time to get people to join in online. But I'm just going to be very honest, if your online service does not sound good, that's not going to help people get into your doors. So maybe we can talk about that later of should you be live streaming your services or not if you can't make it sound good. That's honestly a very, very, very good question to ask. But really quick, just to recap it all, you don't have to spend a ton of money on print materials to mail out. You could spend, like we talked about last week, what was that, like uh, 350 bucks almost to just do mailers everywhere, or you can buy business cards, postcards, door hangers, and get a banner in your front yard for literally the exact same price, if not cheaper, and this may have more effect because it's your people inviting other people to your services, not just the USPS inviting people to your Christmas services. Now, at the beginning of this whole conversation, I actually said that I'm going to talk to you guys about the, what videos you guys should be producing. We kind of talked about that already. So next week, I still want to make this six weeks. We're going to wrap it up. And here's what we're going to talk about next week. How can you get people to come back to your church after the Christmas season. So I encourage you guys to come back and listen to that conversation. And if you got to this far already, I just want to say thank you again for listening. I would love for you to share it with somebody, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or ask me a question that you would like me to answer right here on the show. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, guys, take it easy. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.